0: Welcome back to Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast covering the Las Vegas Raiders. Hope you're doing well as you move into the NFL offseason officially, the Kansas City Chiefs. Oof, I know that hurts, Raider Nation. Kansas City Chiefs are world champions again as they beat the Philadelphia Eagles 38-35. And Mo, that's what I want to get into this segment because the Chiefs, remember the Chiefs, even going back... You and I thought that they might fall off a little bit this year. Uh, instead, they're 13-4. and four. Patrick Mahomes is the MVP not only of the NFL season, but also of the Super Bowl, which I think, honestly, that Jalen Hurts, even in a losing effort, was more of an MVP than, than uh, Patrick Mahomes was in that game. Uh, I know he had the one fumble and all that jazz, but still a great performance by the kid. But anyway... The Raiders and the AFC West, we now we've talked about this. Sean Payton now in Denver, you have the Chargers and a lineup that seems to get a little bit better. Their coach is terrible, which is still the outlier for them. <laughs> um, I mean, let's just call it what it is, right? Uh, but at the same time, uh, the Raiders are now in a situation where, yes, they have draft capital. Yes, they have uh, salary cap, mo. they don't have a quarterback at this moment. We don't know what they're going to do there. They don't have a defense yet. So we got to. I, I know we're several weeks, a couple months away from understanding what they're going to start to be able to do to put this team together. But I don't find, Mo, that the Raiders, and this is not a negative point of view, it's just, I'm just trying to state it as fact. The Raiders don't have a lot of room for any errors here in this division. Because I think, I know we talked about the division being so good last year, but I just think the division is trending in the right way. You have somebody who's competent in Denver now. Uh, In Los Angeles, you have talent, whether or not they can wrangle and put it together is the question. So maybe they're a little bit of the oddball there. And then, of course, you got the Chiefs who continue to win Um, this. Do you agree with me on that? Do are are the Raiders in a position now where if they make too many, too many errors in the draft again, or they don't get, um, I think, their team moving in the right direction that they could find themselves in the basement for quite a while.
1: I think they they go into the offseason and just swing for the fences because as of right now, they are in the basement. If you match up these teams in the AFC West, the Raiders are the only team with a big question mark at, at the quarterback position. Now, I know Russell Wilson didn't play well in Denver last year, but if you look at Sean Payton's resume, there are a lot of smart people around the league who agree with me and they say that Russell Wilson is going to have a bounce back year. I'm not saying he's going to be an MVP candidate, right? but I think he'll be in a running for a comeback player of the year mentioned under Sean Payton. So with that said, Denver also has a strong defense and they've had a strong defense for years. But the Rays don't have a quarterback or a strong defense. So they to me, <laughs> let's call it what it is, it's a rebuild this off season. It's a rebuilding year 2 under Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler, and they have to figure out who's going to be their quarterback of the future or who's going to be their stopgap quarterback and they have to do a lot of work on the defensive side of the ball because even though they have some pieces with Max Crosby and maybe Nate Hobbs, if he could bounce back at the regressing last year, I felt like he regressed last year.
0: Even yeah, though they it, have
1: some – go ahead.
0: No, I was going to say, I mean, I think, I think, look, there's pieces on the Raiders. I'm not saying and, – and some people are, are – I was going back and forth with some people online the other day because they're like, well, no, we need to get Aaron Rodgers because the Super Bowl's in Las Vegas, and that's what Mark Davis wants. I'm like, the Super Bowl? like How about win eight games? Like how how you know let's let's take one step at a time. Could they turn it around and make the playoffs next year? Absolutely, that happens in the NFL. But you're 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 a forty to one odds to make the Super Bowl. I would I would temper your expectations, Raider Nation, on where they're going, especially when you look at Kansas City. Okay, because you got to look at Kansas City. We've been saying it for two years, right, Mo? Ever since uh, ever since uh, Mike Mayock said it, which is you you have to build the team to beat the Chiefs. And the Raiders are not there yet. And by the way, the Chiefs, again, I'll I'll state it, had six impact players on their team in this Super Bowl that were rookies. Look at Pacheco. Holy moly, seventh-round pick. So they're not getting older. They're not going to lose any of their edge, really. Uh, They they have a couple spots, but other than that, they're going to stay where they're at pretty much. So you have to match them. And to me... The Raiders have to do that quickly. And to your point about swinging them out of the fences, you got to draft really, really well and hit on those draft picks, but then you also got to spend that cash and go out and get some of those big free agents.
1: We're going to find out where Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels are with this Raider team because I will acknowledge there's a possibility that they do swing a trade for Aaron Rodgers. I'm not saying it's impossible. I think it's quite possible because their reports are out that if the Packers do trade Aaron Rodgers, it will be to the AFC, not within the NFC. Mm-hmm. So once... Aaron Rodgers does his undertaker thing. He's in his <laughs> darkest retreat for four days. He emerges from that. He's going to have reports say that he's going to have basically have all the leverage where he's going to tell the Packers what he wants. If he wants to return to green Bay, they're open to that. If he wants to trade, they're open to that. Cause they have Jordan love behind him. So let's say he comes back and he says, I want to trade. I think the Rays have a legit chance to acquire him. Now the thing with this is, and I, and I say this, I've said this plenty of times. The reason for the Raiders acquiring Aaron Rodgers is not because the Super Bowl is in Vegas next year. It's because Josh McDaniels has to show that he's an NFL caliber head coach. Because what has he done between Denver and now one year with the Raiders at six and eleven that shows, hey, I'm a good I'm a good NFL head coach. He may be a good coordinator. He may be a good play designer. But as far as NFL head coach, his record is is terrible. So he if he acquires Aaron Rodgers, it just shows that he feels some pressure to win right away. Now, if they don't go the Aaron Rodgers route and they get Jimmy Garoppolo, who I'm not too fond of <laughs> because of his injury history. Neither is Raider Nation, by the way. It it, it shows that they're, they're willing to slow build this thing. And because Jimmy Garoppolo, he, he's a stable quarterback. Not stable as far as availability, but he can stabilize an offense. He's a starting caliber quarterback, to my opinion, on the low end. Mm-hmm. You can win some games with him, but you're not getting to the Super Bowl with a Jimmy Garoppolo unless the supporting cast around him is absolutely top notch as he had with the 49ers and the Raiders don't have that. So if you get Not a Jimmy close. Garoppolo and a rookie, you're looking at a slow build up back to back to relevancy. You would hope you would hope that you can win eight or nine games and be competitive and then eventually turn it over to whoever your rookie quarterback is. And that's going to require patience. That's the evil P word that Raiders fans don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. But if you look at a Jimmy Garoppolo and a rookie combination, <laughs> that's what you're going to have to have. Because the Raiders are not going to win the Super Bowl unless they hit a complete home run in the offseason. They just get hit after hit in free agency and through the draft.
0: Yeah, and, and listen, and, and we have it here on the screen. The, the quarterback question for this team, Mo, and this franchise, uh, is, is it completely shapes the future. Because, yes, mm-hmm. they need to build a defense. So So if you're listening out there. Don't come at me. I'm telling you, yes, I understand they need to build the defense. But I'm, I'm just telling you that you have to have the quarterback position solidified. Now, if you get Aaron Rodgers, fine. That means you give up a buttload of draft capital. So guess what happens? It's going to take longer to build your defense. Uh, and if Aaron Rodgers decides to play a second year, you might go into every year like they have in Green Bay, not knowing if he comes back from his dark retreat, and he still wants to play football. So there's that. I think Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks to ever play. I do. But I'm just telling you what you get if you go to get him. Give up all that draft capital. Now, I would argue, and everybody knows I'm in favor of, I would rather trade draft capital to move up in the draft and drop a rookie quarterback if you believe. Now, I don't know what Dave Ziegler believes. If he believes C.J. Stroud or Will Levis or Bryce Young is the guy, then go up and get him and get whatever you have. I'd rather give up the draft capital for that young guy than Aaron Rodgers. Because listen, I don't think even if you get Aaron Rodgers, yeah, you can be a playoff team. I don't think you're going to be a championship quality team. I just don't see it. I could be wrong. But I don't see that. So to me, it's about the future. I rather invest my money, my draft capital in the future. But either way you go, and Mo, that's all we're saying. We're saying, look, you have two directions. There is a fork in the road for Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels. Whichever path they take will impact the franchise for years to come
1: i'm on record saying that i'm on the side of a rookie quarterback and i've said this on previous shows that the raiders should look at what the eagles did jalen hurts on a rookie contract and you look what they did with the rest of their roster acquiring a bunch of pieces now it didn't work out ultimately to a Bowl victory but if you're a team that's moving on from your quarterback you look at the eagles and you think well they drafted jalen hurts in the second round they crafted an offense that accentuated his strengths. He's a dynamic mm-hmm. signal caller. He can run and throw the ball as you saw in the Super Bowl. He also has a deep ball now. And they, they build up that defense. Now, that defense ran into a buzzsaw at the Chiefs' offense, but for the most part, that defense held up, and it's part of the reason why they made it to the Super Bowl. So, I'm of the belief that you know, if you're gonna go the Jimmy Garoppolo route, he's probably gonna play maybe a handful of games or or seven, eight <laughs> games till he gets hurt, and then your rookie's gonna come in anyway. Right. And then you let your rookie take over. Now, if they don't get Jimmy Garoppolo, which I would be totally fine with, and they just have their rookie bat have a full-blown quarterback competition with a with a Jared Jacoby Brissett, I'm right. fine with that because the sooner you get your rookie out there and he's playing well, the more time you have to build up other areas of your roster before you have to pay him. Remember, players have to play three years before they're eligible for an extension. So if you get your rookie out there, he's playing pretty well by the end of his first year. Then you still have two years to build up your roster while he's on the ascend. So this is why I also believe that the Raiders, with all the holes they have on the defensive side of the ball, should get a rookie on a rookie contract. So if you're going to go the bridge quarterback route, I would just go with the cheapest option possible and then invest everything else in the other side of the ball. You know, And
0: for all, for all you negative ninnies out there, there's a lot of negative oh, people gosh. out in the world, including in Rainer Nation. You know who you are. And there's some good people, but they just always are negative. And so I'm going to say this, too. So if you say to what Mo just said, he laid it out nicely. Okay, so you go, you, you spend some, some draft capital, you move up, you get a, a C.J. Stroud, a Will Levis, whoever. And then that quarterback's a bust. Guess what, though? You've taken, you've taken the rest of your money, the rest of your draft capital, and you keep chipping away at the defense, right? And the offensive wow. line, you solidify that. So let's say after a year or two, the quarterback's not working out. Now you have money, you have all those guys on rookie deals that are contributing, and you can go out and get a quarterback, veteran, go in the draft again, whatever it may be. So to me, it's sort of like a little bit of an insurance policy as well, as, as because you're right, you can bring in a veteran, you can bring in Jarrett Stidham. I know a lot of RaFA fans already like him and like, would like to see him be able to compete for the role, at least in some fashion. So you have Jarrett Stidham there, sign him. You get the rookie and you bring in another veteran just for competition and you see what happens and it allows you to build the defense, fill in the spots on offense that you need uh and start to turn the franchise into a long term sustainable winner versus a go get Aaron rodgers make the playoffs for a couple of years and he retires and you're done
1: here's something to think about, and I want to put this out there uh one of one of the one of my buddies out there I believe he's a host on put on waivers podcast. I believe his last name is Douglas. I want to give him credit for this thought. My, this is the thing with Jimmy Garoppolo. If you're Jimmy Garoppolo, why would you want to sign with the Raiders, knowing you're the bridge gap guy? <laughs> if you can be the the unquestioned starter in, let's say, Carolina, or 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 the Colts, or any other team that needs a quarterback, why would you want to go to the Raiders, where basically, because if, if you sign, if the Raiders sign Jimmy Garoppolo it's quite possible they're going to draft the rookie unless they tell him, look, we're not going to draft. We're not going to draft the rookie this year. Then that's a different story. But if you're Jimmy and you're looking at the red situation and you're going, well, I have a rookie quarterback behind me, similar to what he had with Trey Lance, which could be an awkward situation in San Francisco. Why would you choose that over Carolina or another team that says you're our guy for at least two years. You're our starter for at least two years. Right. We're not drafting a quarterback. You're going to be our starter. I think for Jimmy, that's a more attractive situation because then you have more rope. If you make mistakes, they're not going to bench you because they didn't draft rookie quarterback behind you. Unless unless you absolutely stink, they're not going to replace you. If you go to the Raiders and they draft C.J. Stroud or even Will Levis or anyone else with, a, with, a, with their seventh overall pick, if Jimmy goes out there and stinks it up, they could just send their rookie out there and say, well, our rookie played well in the offseason. Right. Jimmy isn't working. We can we can simply just replace him. So I don't think the Raiders are an attractive situation for a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo, who's right. going to have options. Because there was a report out Monday saying that there's going to be significant interest in, in Jimmy Garoppolo when, once free HC opens up.
0: Right, and and the Raiders are not going to give him a three year guaranteed contract. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna get a one year contract with a lot of outs because. They don't know what they're doing yet, to your point about stopgap, whereas he could probably go to Tampa and get a three-year deal that's going to be a three-year deal. So you're right. I think there's going to be a lot of leverage there for him, and I don't see the Raiders. I think people assume that because the Raiders have an open quarterback position that any veteran out there is going to want to come in, and that just isn't the case. So we'll see. Okay, we're going to uh, finish up this segment. We're going to move into our final segment. We're going to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl, what we saw, what we liked, what we didn't like who knows, turf referees, we'll, were the referees a big deal? We'll, we'll talk about that when we come back to finish up this show. We'd be reminiscent if we didn't talk about the Super Bowl uh, just a few days after it happened, and we'll do that when we come back. You're listening to Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast. Also, a hearty hello to our listeners on 98.5 The Fan, 11.40 The Bet in Las Vegas. This is Mo and Scott. We're coming back right after this.